What is going on, everybody? It's your boy F Dizzle for Shizzle. Hizzle, Wizzle, Rizzle podcast. And if you don't know the Izzle language, that's Hippie Wiki Radio. I don't even know what the fucking Izzle language is. I'm just making it up. Uh, great show today. Gonna be going back in time. Going back. Story time with F Dukes. Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast. You're listening to Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast. All right. Make sure to go check out all the previous episodes, 1 through 18. I think it's 1 through 18. We're already about to end season number one here uh, once we hit the 20th episode. Um, but make sure to go check them out. If you have Alexa, ask Alexa to play Hippie Wicked Radio. And she will gladly tell you that Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast, continuing where you last left off. Dude, I'm telling you, it's dope. I still love doing it. My kids do it. I love hearing it. Uh, Apple Podcasts, uh, Stitcher, Deezer, Buzzsprout, Spotify. Get those Spotify numbers up. Please help me. Help your boy out. Um, all, all of the sharing and comments and reviews and adding to your playlist uh, mean the world to me. And that's the only way I'm going to be able to stick around with all these giants in the game. So please do what you got to do to keep uh, to keep F Dukes and Hippie Wicked Radio alive. It's Hippie Wicked Radio, baby. All right. Well, you know how we usually start this off. It's been a rough month and a half for me, uh, with not too much drinking. You're up. But right now lame. I do have a drink in hand. I do have a giant vodka drink um, with just a tiny little bit of vodka in there. Not a big, not a big, uh, not a big gulp. Just a little dab of vodka. Um, but, uh, yeah, so, you know, what we do around this time, it's the worldwide cheers. So if you got you a drink, if you hear that ice jingle jangling, you know what the hell is up. It's the worldwide cheers. However you say it, cheers, salute, progs. This one's for you, baby. Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast, worldwide cheers. Let's do it. Tip one up. Oh my god, that def- that tastes like bleach. You're listening to Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast. Pull the mic back a little bit so that uh, spit guard doesn't smell like straight rubbing alcohol. Ah, Jesus. All right, so what are we doing today? We're talking about story time with F Dizzle. That's right, we're going to take it back to 2002. 18 years ago today. What happened 18 years ago? Well, it wasn't uh, a beautiful Christmas story. Um, it wasn't me out caroling and handing out Christmas gifts. Um, it wasn't me out buying gifts for my family and being a good child. No, 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 no. It was me being involved with the Oakland County Sheriff's and Sonic Squad Unit. And uh, we're going to get into that in just a minute. So if you only know me as the host of Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast or only know me as Jeff Lee, you may not have heard some of my stories that I've heard in some of my raps and some of my songs that I've uh, written and recorded dating all the way back to 1995. 
But in the 25 years of me making music, a very, very crazy, scary, and important day happened in my life, December 5th, 2002. Um, So we're going to dip back into that. And why I said the sheriffs were involved? Well, because your boy Dukes was involved in a raid. That's right. Sheriffs with black masks, sheriffs with guns. The, uh, I mean, it was insane. So, and I'll never forget it. I'll, I'll mention some names, but um, I was with my ex, her brother, and her parents, her mom and stepdad, and like four or five little kids. I can't remember how many fucking kids they had. They had a lot. Um, but it was in the notorious Southfield Downs trailer park. Uh, RIP no longer exists. A lot of good times and a lot of bad times. I was involved in two raids there, um, and on this on this episode, we're gonna we're gonna be talking about the first raid I was in, which was December the fifth, two thousand and two, which was my girl's at the time stepdad Snake, yes Snake, uh, fresh out the joint. It was his birthday, and so I'll never forget. So uh, we're gonna go back a couple days. So we're kicking it. It's me. Uh, my girlfriend at the time, uh, her brother, Kyle, and we were probably smoking and drinking, probably just smoking. And so we make our way back to, uh, to the trailer off, uh, <clears throat> off second street and we're kicking it. And, uh, this dude named crackhead Joe rolls up like that was his name. It was their neighbor across the street from, uh, from them, their family. He lived with his mom. And he wasn't really a crackhead. He was a meth addict. And he had a giant lump on his forehead, a giant lump on his neck and back and shit from probably all the fucking chemicals from the meth. Um, But decent dude to me. Never did anything wrong. Just a meth head, you know. Uh, But he came over, knocking on the door. Snake answers it. He was always in, like, cut-off sweatpants and fucking had a ponytail with, like, his fucking partial chubby sticking out his pants. And... He answered the door. Joe came in there. They sparked up a doobie. And I, I'll never forget. He was like, hey, man, just wanted to give you a heads up. This is like this is like December the 2nd or December the 3rd. He says, uh, I want to give you a heads up, man. A, a black truck rolled up to your house in the middle of the night. And like four dudes got out and went through your trash cans. And took two of them. So Snake's like, what the fuck? You know, and like, sure enough, he went out there and like two of the trash cans, like two out of like the four or five trash cans were missing. (laughs) So he's like, okay, whatever. Didn't even think, you know, anything of it. Um, And so he, you know, we went about our day. So that was pretty much the beginning. You know, looking back, this was looking back like, holy shit. No, they've been watching us type shit. So we now know someone has gone through their trash can and someone stole two of them. Uh, it's December 5th. We're doing our rounds. We're coming back. We just picked up bud. I remember that I was more, I remember I was wearing a flannel shirt, um, had a pair of Jordans on, had some blue jeans on, had a rock jacket on and a rock hat, um, was with my girl, Kyle and, uh, two of their friends. And I can't remember their names at the time. Now, again, this is 18 years ago, but we're in this little, if you've ever been in a trailer, then you know, other than the master bedroom, like the rooms are tiny. They're like the size of a fucking closet in a decent sized house. Uh, barely fit one bed in there. You know, it was like wood paneling and shit like that. Like the mattress literally and like the TV and one dresser 
took the whole room up just to give you a visual. So we're all kicking it on Kyle's bed. It was her brother's bed. And um, we're, 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 we just got finished burning one, and we're, uh, we're, rolling, we're in the process of rolling up another one. Well, as I'm breaking up, I got like the little, you know, the little plate or whatever you use to break up the bud. All of a sudden we hear, Raid! And it was Snake. It was Snake screaming like a motherfucker. And next thing you know, we hear, boom. They were pounding on the fucking door. He must have seen the trucks roll up and shit. Oh my god, it was fucking crazy. So we're like, I'm like, oh shit, oh shit. So I put all the fucking weed in my pocket, being a dumbass. And so I do. I shove it in my fucking pocket. And next thing you know, the door kicks in. Get on the fucking ground. Get on the fucking ground now. This fucking M16 or AR or some shit. All I know is there's some long-barreled rifle fucking shoved in my face. Get on the fucking ground. And I was just like, I had my hands up, and he just grabbed me by the back of the head and threw me to the ground. And I kept looking back at him, crawling through this little tiny hallway because they had so much shit in there. And he was like, don't look back at me, dickhead. (laughs) I'll never forget. And so he's literally pushing all of us out of there. There's like four or five of us in there. So we crawl out to the living room. He's got he's got uh, her mom, her stepdad, all of them positioned. They've literally thrown everything. And I mean, this was a trailer park. Or I mean, a trailer home that had fifteen dressers, you know, TVs everywhere, clothes everywhere. Well, these dumbasses. The reason they allowed us to get so much time to actually put stuff away was they had so many kids. And if you know trailer park doors, trailer park doors pull out. None of them go in, so they pull out. Well, these stupid fucking bastards with the with the Oakland County uh, Sonic Squad started trying to bash the door in. Well, the door pulled out. Well, then once they realized to pull, pull the door out, they had a baby gate blocking the doorway with two gigantic dressers on the, each opposite side of the gate, holding the gate up full of clothes, full of stuff. And so when they tried running in 10 deep, they all plummeted into the fucking trailer. <laughs> and I didn't see that part, but I, I heard about it afterwards, but I saw the dressers and all the clothes in the middle of the ground. Uh, so long story short, um, without, you know, missing too much. So these guys are like, look, I'm gonna give everybody a chance to, to give up the dope of all of us are like, look, dude, we don't, we don't have any fucking dope. Where's the weed? Where's the weed? We know you guys got weed. We're like, dude, like what the fuck? Well, it turns out, I'm assuming the neighbors called the cops on them because they did have a lot of traffic. They had two teenage, they had a 18 year old daughter, 16 year old son and fucking like a 12 year old son and like a, and two kids and they all had friends. So there's constant people coming in and out of that trailer. So I'm assuming they thought that there was a lot of traffic, um, you know, and there was a lot of drug activity, but there really wasn't other than some bud smoking. He's like, well, we're going to take all you guys to jail. We're going to bring the dogs in. And if the dogs find anything, y'all are going to jail. So at the meantime, um, they were sniffing everybody out. So I, I, I took her youngest sister, Cheyenne, and I had her in my arms. And she was this adorable little girl. And I had her in my arms. And they're sniffing everyone. Or they're, they're patting everyone down. They're patting me down. They patted right over the herb in my pocket and my flannel. And um, I'll never forget. He was like, young man, you have a baby in your arm. You know, don't risk. Don't try to be, you know, a hero and save stuff. If you got something, let me know. Because if this dog sniffs something, he might bite her. And you don't want that. 
So, you know, fork it over. I was like, no, sir, I don't, I don't have anything lying out my ass, you know? And uh, so he's like, okay, fine. So they bring the dogs in. They sniff Lisa. They sniff Snake. They sniff Kyle. They sniff all the kids. This dog, since I was holding the baby, she must have had a shit diaper or something. But it was out of a movie. The dog looked right at, like, looked me in the eyes. I was sitting on this mattress or, like, this small chair because I was, like, almost eye level with the dog. And he looked at me and went right to right to her, like, poopy diaper or piss-filled diaper and started sniffing it and passed me. <laughs> and passed me. And I had, like, an eighth of, uh, eighth of weed in my, in my, in my pocket. Um, and it was some good shit too. And, I, and back then, you didn't find too much good shit in Michigan. It was some Bobby Brown, some some f- dark shit from Cuba or some shit like that. It was never, it was never uh, some fucking like banana Kush and all the shit that's around now. You know what I mean? Um, so he skipped right past me, right fucking past me. These sons of bitches didn't find a goddamn thing. They didn't find a goddamn thing. You know what they found? They found seeds in the trash cans that they stole. They found roaches. And guess what they found during the raid? Seeds, stems, and roaches. And a hat with a weed leaf on it for paraphernalia. They used the weed hat as paraphernalia. Now, I don't know about you, but that sounds like some fucking bullshit to me. But I didn't get in trouble. I was actually already on probation um, for weed. So so I was very, very lucky. But I I guess I could have been taken away if that was the case. You know what I mean? Like if they really wanted to be dicks. But they didn't. Thank fucking God. So the cops leave. They walk outside and, you know, they're talking, probably trying to figure out what they want to do because they really didn't have shit. You know what I mean? They had they probably had a, a, a warrant that was given by neighbors who really didn't have any proof of any type of traffic for you know drug drug possession or you know whatever they thought was going on in there really wasn't happening so they come back in they write snake uh, like a ticket to go to court for like the the seeds and shit like that because remember this is 18 years ago this before is really popular where all the states were legalizing shit is really just i think it was maybe just washington so I'm, I, you know, I'm, I'm a pale motherfucker. I'm pink. I am pink. And when I get heated, when I get scared, when I get nervous, when I get mad, I get red. I get pink. I like break out like blotchy skin and shit. So I have Cheyenne. I'm looking at her, which is her younger sister. I was like, holy shit. So I give her, she goes back to her mom and we're all like, what the fuck? We're like looking at this mess that they just created. They flipped over every mattress, emptied every drawer. Like pulled the toilets and everything, thinking like we were flushing shit, but really we 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 weren't doing shit, but just smoking. And so they're like, "God damn it!" And Snake looks at me. He was like, "Uh," he's like, "That was an interesting birthday gift." I remember I was like, "That is one hell of a birthday to remember, brother." And he was like, "Yeah, I will never fucking forget this." And I was like, "I won't either." He's like, "Those fuckers took the last little bit of my weed." And he used to always roll these little tiny pinner doobies because he was a cheap ass and fucking smoked dirt weed. And uh, so in the midst of things, I forgot I had the weed. I was so, you know, so nervous and scared with all the guns in my face and fucking dogs and shit. I was nervous as fuck. And so he was like, fuck. And all of us were broke as shit. And so I was like, 
I was like, yo. And I like patted my chest. I was like, oh my God. It didn't fall out. Yo. I had an eighth of fucking weed. So we rolled up like fucking 15 little small pinner doobies. And we just fucking got high as hell. And I'll, I'll tell you what. It was the most refreshing high ever because I was high as hell when it first happened when they kicked that door in and a fucking barrel was put in my goddamn tip of my nose. But it was the most refreshing high knowing that I still had some herb left and I could still stimulate the dome after, you know, after a goddamn police raid. (laughs) Never forget it. It'll, It'll be embedded in my head for the rest of my life. Definitely not something to brag about. And I'm not bragging about it now. But goddamn, dude, if you were in my shoes, you know, this this trailer park was notorious for shit like that. Police raids, people getting stabbed, people getting killed. I remember some dude got shot and killed with a bow and arrow over like a small gambling debt. Um, someone was going around shooting fucking the propane tanks outside the trailers. Um, uh... Eight years later, my homie Joey D, RIP, he was murdered in there off 5th Street. My homie Brad, um, Rob Jr., Josh, Josh RIP now too, man. Fuck, dude, it's been a hell of a year. But um, but yeah, dude, so it literally literally was known to be, um, you know, the neighbor, the trailer park that you you didn't want to go to if you didn't belong in there. Um, it was a little grimy. It was in Southfield, Michigan. Just it was like four miles outside Detroit, uh, surrounded by nice areas, but it was a hood. And um, I think these police, I think the police thought more shit was gonna, you know, pop off at the end of that raid. You know what I mean? I really, I truly believe they thought some shit was really gonna go down um, and find some big shit, but they didn't find shit but some goddamn seeds in a hat. You know, um, but I'll just never forget the look in everybody's face as we're hitting that doobie, that little pinner, because we were broke as fuck. And that little pinner was going around and everyone was hitting it was like, and everyone was like, oh my God, what did we just go through? (sighs) You know, um, I had, I had to do a podcast about it. Um, it's one of those days where I'll never forget. Um, I'm not in communications with uh, my ex. I'm not in communications with um, her st- ex-stepdad. I don't even think it was stepdad. I think it was just mom's boyfriend. Um, baby daddy, whatever. But I'll never forget that. A, because Snake did half my shitty fucking tattoos on my body that were the worst tattoos in my life. And what, what can I expect? They're trailer park tattoos. You know, I thought it was being cool getting tattoos, but they sucked. Um... And it's one of those experiences that will stick with me forever. And again, not a bragging thing. Just one of those ones that sticks with and you're like, God damn, I was in a police raid. And I'm yawning because I don't know why I'm yawning. But I look back at how my life has changed. And I look back as like a learning point. Okay. Hmm. Smoking all day, drinking all day, mm, barely had a job. I worked at a place called English Gardens in West Bloomfield. 
delivering Christmas trees and flowers and shit like that back in the day. Um, but I look back to where I am now, a family man. I still have my drinks. You know, I still dibble-dabble and, you know, the loudness and stuff like that. But where I am now, 18 years later, I never would have thought I was even going to be alive, honestly. Because 2002, I was 20 years old. We were robbing people. We were stealing people's drug money. We were going to liquor stores and meeting people for weed. And we'd tell them that we could get some loud, loud, loud shit. Some loud packs. And back then, they were like $500 for an ounce. And this place called Cracker Bale, right across the street from the trailer park on uh, Southfield Road. They were so cool with me. They didn't even know me. They, they thought my name was Rob because I had my brother's ID. And I was always, I'd, I was, I'd been buying alcohol in there for the past year and a half. So they thought my name was Rob. Man, I'd go in there and I, the, every time I'd do something, I'd go out the back door. But this one time, I remember the, the, la, the final time I did it, uh, I was with her. I was with my ex. And this dude came in. He gave me, I think it was like 475 bucks. And I was like, all right, the dude's inside. And he's like, the dude's inside the liquor store? I was like, yeah, yeah. It's a guy that lives here. Or a guy that works here. So I walked up in there. We're in the front. And I had, I had my girl in the back. And sure enough, they had no idea what car we drove. No idea that I was in there. I just told him I was meeting him up there. And boom. Took the money. Went inside. Said what up to my people. I said, hey, man, I got some dudes looking for me out front. You mind if I just dip out the back? Sure, Rob. So I dipped out the back, got my my girl was driving, bam, hopped out, we were gone. Um, and not that this has anything to do with the 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 raid, but but this was very this was like a few months after, and this is just involved in that whole lifestyle that I was living. Not really, honestly, not thinking I was going to make it past twenty five. Um, but I, I jacked this dude. Turns out it was like five people's money. They all chipped in five people's money. Um. So uh, what happened? Well, those five people, I wanted to go visit my uh, teacher, one of my favorite teachers, Miss Russick, at uh, my old high school. And I used to always visit her after moving to North Carolina, and um, like when I first moved down here. But I went to go visit her and shit while I was still living in, in Detroit. And I walked into the lobby. And again, this is pre, you know, this is like pre-lockdown like lockdown type shit that schools have to where you have to like, you know, sign in and shit. Well, sure enough... I walk in there, and this one dude, I can't remember his name now, but he was a good kid, and I, I, I don't know why I did it to him, but I was just young and dumb and on, on drugs. And he's like, yo, dude, what the fuck? And I was like, hey, man, what's going on? And he's like, yeah, he's like, yo, well, you, where's my money? And this is like months, months later, and I was like, what money? He's like, from that weed. I was like, oh, shit, I told you, dude, that dude that dude stole the shit from me. He's like, nah, nah, nah. He's like, you need, you need to front that money. And he, this is like, I'm, dude, I'm two years out of fucking school. And, um, he was a junior. Well, the senior who also threw one with them, this big old, I'll never, he was this big Hispanic kid, had a, had a beard, had this perfect fade, you know, like just, he's like, yo man, some of that money was mine too, fool. I was like, all right, what you going to do? He's like, we're going to, I'm going to beat your ass. I was like, when? I was like, let's go. He's like, all right, let's go. Dude, we literally walked out the front door of the school. Uh, I was with my old friend Jesse Mellish at the time. She'll back me up on this, even though we don't talk no more. We literally walked out there. I gave her my chain. I literally told her, hold my chain. And we literally went at it and started just bucking. We squared off, punching. Bop, 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 bop. 
And he literally, he got me like two, three times. I got him like five, six times. He got me two, three times. We both walked away bloody as fuck. Um, but point being is that's the type of life that we were living. Um, and it was crazy, crazy to think where I'm at now with, you know, a wife and kids and having a really good job and having a pretty good head up, a pretty decent head on my shoulders. You know what I mean? So, you know, moral of the story is man, work hard. We're all going to go through some shit. We're all going to get into some trouble. But you just got to persevere and work through it and, you know, see, try to try to make some goals for the long run and, and, and make it through those obstacles. Because I'll tell you what, even though I was from a good neighborhood and I had good family support, man, I thought I could do it by myself and I thought I could do it on my own. And um, I chose a lot of bad people to hang out with. I don't I don't necessarily regret those years because I learned a lot from them and that raid especially. And um Matter of fact, about six months after that, um, right before I moved down to Charlotte, um, I was in another raid, and that will be the that will be another episode though, <laughs> because that was a completely different story, and that was another crazy raid, and that happened to my next door neighbors, uh, to a couple of my homies, and uh, one of my homies, Jeff Martouche, R.I.P., uh, one of my brothers, uh, but uh, but yeah, man, so just you know, live life, take some chances. You're going to get into some trouble, but just it's, you know, make the right moves, you know, hang out with the right people. Listen to your parents because your parents do know, man, your parents do fucking know who you're hanging out with. They can see the shit because they were there too at one point hanging out with the wrong folks possibly. So, um, you know, do what you got to do. Like I said, I'll never forget it. December 5th, 18 years ago. Wow. Can't even believe I'm saying that shit. Uh, but I got a clear head. I got a drink in my hand. Fucking been making music for 25 years now. Got my own fucking podcast. Got my family. Life can't get too much better than that. So we're going to end it on that note. Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast. F Dukes. Again, make sure to check out all of the previous episodes on Alexa, Amazon Music, uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Deezer, Stitcher, Buzzsprout, and wherever else you find your favorite podcast. Look me up, Hippie Wicked Radio. It's F Dizzle for Shizzle, my hizzle. And that's honky if you didn't know, bitch. Yeah. You're listening to Hippie Wicked Radio Podcast. <laughs>